Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got off a very deep conversation around roots of money and mindsets and just an awesome story too about how Dr. Amanda from NFA Coaching has, uh, has, has really just attacked the world from you know a low point and got her, you know, just the way she's conveying everything. Uh, it's pretty awesome. So if you haven't listened to that, please, after this, listen to that uh, podcast and you'll really enjoy it. But this is the big... Um, this is the high impact series. So I'm going to ask the big question. And from this, we want to find something actionable for you to be able to go have a money talk with your kids, right? This is your opportunity to listen to something for six, seven, eight, nine minutes and go talk to them for 10, 15 minutes. It does two things. One, it's going to completely impact the trajectory of their life and the way they see things. Two, it's going to build a relationship between you and them so that when you're having these type of money talks and these kind of conversations, you're building a relationship so that down the road in their life, they have you in their corner and they can come to you for bigger and bigger money talk conversations. And so Dr. Amanda, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. So here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about in school that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Money. <laughs> Simplest answer. Money. Absolutely. I mean, and the, and I would love to go into the way to do it is as simply starting to ask kids what their thoughts are about money. We don't ever even ask the questions of ourselves or of our kids, you know, so it's like, what do you think about money? How do you feel about money? What are your ideas? What do you see about money when you're watching movies? Kids love to answer these questions and it gives you and them huge insight into the places where they're thinking about money. And then it gives you the map to go, oh, I didn't know that. You know, if you're a parent and you're talking to your kids and you ask them like, you know, what do you, what do you think about money? Just that simple question and just let, let them answer and see what they say. You'll learn a lot about it. They might say like, well, I watch you and you and, you know, I watch my parents, like if they're talking to you as a parent, right? I watch you and mom or dad argue about it a lot. You know, I wonder about that. They might say like, Ooh, I want a lot of it. Or they might say it just opens the door for conversation and then keep asking questions so that it gives you insight and perspective and it helps them know that it's okay to talk about money. Shame and guilt are the two lowest frequencies that we can possibly live in. And people around money, I'd say so many people live in shame and guilt. And kids feel scared to ask questions about money. My very first money memory was me ask at the table. My family was there with some friends at dinner and they were paying the bill. And I remember everyone seemed really stressed. And I said, just write a check. Like I thought the check was just like free money. You know, like I didn't know you had to have money backing the check. And so I said, I was like, just write a check. And they all laughed at me and I hid under the table for the rest of the dinner. And I never asked another money or made another recommendation again. <laughs> I mean, it impacted me. I was like six or seven years old. And it, that was such a big awareness to me of like, I don't know anything about money. I don't get it. And I'm not sure why I don't get it. And I don't know what I'm supposed to get, but I feel like a fool. And so we need to help our kids know that it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to, to ask anything about it. So just opening the door for those conversations, I think is really, really important. Well, you know, it's kind of like expecting a school to teach your kid to ride a bike. Right? Yes. Right. Like you're probably six, seven years old. And they're like, they're like, I don't know anything, but they'll teach me this in school. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. haven't learned it. Right. So like if it, I think that when you're having those conversations, right, that you also let them fall over on the bike sometimes, put some training wheels on it first. Right. And yeah. then ease them in and just have a conversation. But it's just as it's just okay for them to and expected for them to learn to ride a bike. 
I think that if you approached it, like, this is just something that I'm going to talk to you and teach you about, but you're supposed to fall over sometimes and you're supposed to have bad yeah. ideas around it. So let's dig them out, you know, yeah. let's talk about it and have those kind of conversations. And I agree with you. The, the, the main thing is, it's just having the conversation. It is. Right? And, and we, we make it so complicated to go like, we need to have some big knowledge or plan. It's like, even just opening the door to the conversation. And the reason that we don't is, you know, and you and I talked about this before, it's like, it's because we're scared and embarrassed and afraid and, and worried. And we have all those thoughts about money. So then we don't know how we think we need to have a better plan other than just saying to your child, you know, money's been a mystery to me in certain ways, or money's caused a lot of challenges for me. I'd like to figure it out. Let's do it together. Yeah. It's, or it's, even what, what can you go out and learn and come back and teach me? Totally. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then it's even because once you, yeah. you know, like uh, Stephen Covey say, like the best way to solidify yourself is to teach the knowledge that you learned. Yeah. Right. And because yeah. it's one, you can't be a hypocrite, but two, you have to have a mastery of it to be able to read, to explain yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that um, sending them out to maybe learn something and come back to teach you would be an amazing uh, tactic, you know, yeah. an actionable tactic of being able to do that. And maybe there's something that, and then that way, you also don't have to tell them that you don't understand it. <laughs> you can kind of just nod and right. smile if you wanted to, right? Well, and <laughs> or, how fun would it be for you to like give your kid a hundred bucks and say, let's see if you can double this. Let's like come up with creative ways for you to double this. Oh, that's and, a great idea. I mean, I promise you they will get creative. Kids are really creative entrepreneurs. <laughs> I love money. that. I wrote, right? so I wrote a business plan template. If anybody wants it, you know, message me. But um, I wrote a business plan template for kids and parents. So that they had a framework to go through those kinds of things. Because I would ask my daughter, I'm like, hey, if I sold a pencil, how much money did I make? She'd be like, 10 bucks. Or, if I sold it for 10 bucks, what'd I make? It's $10. No, it cost me five. You know, and I started going through mar yeah. margin and profit and cost and expenses and stuff. And so she loves that stuff. And I think that we underestimate their ability to process those things. But I think we also overestimate what the world will teach them and how fast yeah. it will teach them these things, right? Right. And we underestimate what we're teaching them just through them watching us not talk about it yeah. or fight about it or talk badly about wealthy people or have stress about it. Like they're watching, they're learning everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would say the flip side of that is talk about, about poor people too. Right. Uh -huh. And so yes. there, it Great goes on point. both sides. Right. And so yeah. um, like you're scared to be poor, but it's bad to be rich. Yeah. Where are you, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Just not talk about it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. No, that's awesome. I think that's such a good kind of actionable takeaway is to just kind of dig in and, and find out. But I love your tactic also of just what you said about like, all right, let's just put a hundred dollar bill on the table because that lights a kid's eyes up. I don't care how old they are. Totally. My six year old has a hundred dollar bill and it's his prized possession. And he tries yeah. to give it to me all the time. He's like, I want you to have this. And I'm like, no, 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 buddy. Like, you know, yeah. and so, um, but I think that saying, okay, let's put this on the table. Let's hear your best ideas. Cause this will be a fun game kind of like exactly. talk, right? Let's come, yeah. up with, let's come up with ideas on how to double this hundred bucks. Yeah. I love that idea. Like I'm going to go, I'm going to do that with my kids today. Like I can't, yeah. I'm excited. Cause that'll be, I think it'll be really fun to get, dig that stuff out of them. I think it'd be a fun exercise, but also the flip side of, well, we don't want to lose our hundred dollars. How do we turn it into that's the, yeah. that's the still the whole breakdown right. of their scarcity versus abundance mindset. Totally. Cause about what earlier. you focus on expands. So instead of focusing on losing it, you're focusing on doubling it. And then yeah. their, their brain gets into solution orientation thinking and they're like, Ooh, fun. Solution orientation thinking. I love that. <laughs> that's yeah. a great, that's a, that's a mouthful, but that's a great phrase. Um, so thank you so much. I love that idea. And so parents, if you're listening right now, uh, here's your challenge. Put 10 bucks, put 20 bucks, put a hundred dollar bill down. If you really want to watch their eyes light up 
on the table and ask your kids, how would we double this? And let, just, and let them go. So first of all, do not shut down ideas. Okay. I want to tell people this, like, just cause you think it's a bad business idea doesn't make it a bad business, right? There are million dollar poop collectors. Okay. <laughs> right. Sure. So, yeah. uh, you know, uh, Wayne Huizinga collected trash. It was his own truck for a living. And then he owned Blockbuster and the dolphins and half of South Florida. Right. So, so cool. um, I really like that idea. I really think it's very actionable. And so I challenge you to go do that and start that money talk and have a little fun with them. Cause I think it's a really fun way to do it. So Dr. Amanda, thank you so much. If you want to find out more about her head to nfacoaching.com, there's all kinds of resources and videos and tips and tricks and stuff on there for um for really working through your money mindset and uh and and those kind of things and so uh thank you so much for coming on money talkers with me absolutely thanks for having me thank you for listening to another episode of money talkers with me your host cody laughlin if you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers Community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker